Hello and welcome to a special Transmissions uh, podcast episode here. Uh, this is something that I have been dying to do for years and uh, only recently uh, found a way to do it. My guest today is Izzy Franzizi. She is a social worker currently working on her clinical master's of social work at the College of St. Rose in Albany, New York. And she is joining me here to talk about why we collect the the reason why behind it welcome izzy hi thank you so much for having me daryl i'm really excited to talk about this topic not only because i love psychology and doing clinical but social work um frick transformers has been one of my favorite things of all time since i was like 12 years old so it's a it's a great pairing and and let's let's start start with that i i put out a a a bit of a call to one of the transformers facebook groups just looking for a fan who happened to be a a specialist with psychology and that kind of stuff and and you answered the call so you're obviously a transformers fan now how long you you've been in the fandom absolutely i have been in the fandom oh my god uh since 2007 uh, which actually I could literally pinpoint the exact moment of which I became a fan. And that would be um, December 26th, 2007, the air date of Transformers Animated on Cartoon Network. Um, wow. I literally got up in the morning and I just remember like throwing on Cartoon Network as I do, you know, when you're a kid and just immediately saying, didn't this come out as a movie? And like, as like a teenage, as like a preteen teenage girl, of course, like a lot of us girly fans are very like, oh, Bumblebee, oh my God. Like, and so that was like, that was it for me. Um, and so I grew up in a household that was already like avid sci- sci-fi collectors. Um, my dad okay. has been a Trekkie since um, like 60, 62, he was born. So pretty much like he's been watching it his whole life. Wow. Um, and so he actually, my, it's, it's, I have a great story. My first figure um, was uh, the 80s Jetfire, the white one um, oh, yeah. with the visor. And he, you know, he's like, I've got these Macross figures. If you want to look at them, you're into robots now. I said, oh, this is Jetfire from the, you know, with the original metal parts. Um, mm-hmm. And so from then, I just was like an avid collector. Um, and I got into, you know, and as the years went on, I realized, oh, okay, this has been around since 84. Um, much, you know, almost 10 years older than me. <laughs> but uh, that's amazing. Yeah. The fact that you, uh, you said that, uh, you know, you were a kid in, in 2009 watching it. Makes me feel yeah. so old. <laughs> I promise. I'm, I'm I'm 27 now. This year, I literally turned 27 this month. Um, it's you're not that old. You, I, you I'm you know. I've I've turned 42 this year. I I'm I'm pretty old now. So oh, I was. So you are the answer. You're you're now the answer. 42. Yes, I am the I, I am the I am I am it. Yeah. Um. So that's fantastic. Do you still have that original Jetfire? I do. I could actually go grab it if you wanted to, if this was like, because it's an audio, you know, podcast, I'm not sure if that was like something that you'd want me to do, but. 
Hey, it's a, it's a wow. great figure. I love it. I've got one. It's yeah. behind me here. It's in a box. It's in its original box. Oh, my box. God. Oh, okay. Oh, so you, one. yeah, my dad got his at a freaking garage sale. So he did not, like, you know, know the sentimental worth that it was going to mean to me, mm -hmm. especially. Um, yeah. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you got to keep that stuff. You my got all boys, the parts uh, for it? I do, yeah. He well, he is. I I do have all the parts for it. His tail, is, you know, the um, the flap in the back with his uh, little the fins. Wings. Yep. Yeah, the little fins are not connected, unfortunately. But I do have it. Um, but it's it's not like I'm going to sell them. That's you, the you sentimental know? one, right? You got to exactly. keep it. I've got uh, I've got a I've got a mask figure, and it's just happened to have it out because I was doing something with mask and, wow. and this figure here, it's broken. Um, it's missing a bunch of parts. You put the landing gear and it pops down because it's broken, but I keep this one because oh, it was yeah. the last figure my dad gave me as a present oh. before he passed away. So, and this oh, was, yeah. uh, this was a long time ago, but it's, it's one of those ones that just kind of, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's staying. And it's, it's a, yeah. it's kind of a piece of junk. If anyone had this in their collection, be like, uh, this is, this is no good. It's not worth anything. Right. It's priceless to me. So no, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's so funny that we bring that up because we'll be talking about collecting. I assume so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that is a great segue into that yeah. because, um, you know, we do, some people will collect only like mint things um, and you know, because there, are, what's what's so fascinating about this topic is there's so many reasons that people collect things, and maybe for people who only want mint condition, maybe they are collecting for the future financial aspect of, um, you know, like oh, they can say later on, yeah, I'll be able to sell this. This is worth a million dollars. Sure. You know, but for maybe collectors like us. Uh, I know I uh, collect because uh, for, for nostalgia reasons, um, you know, I've been collecting since, like I said, since I was like 12. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that is something really, Transformers is special to me in a lot of different ways. I think um, if we're talking about psychology and Transformers, like, let me tell you what got me through middle school was, uh, was not, you know, friends. It was definitely Transformers. <laughs> um, so that's what, you know, one of the reasons that people can, you know, two of the there's reasons. A, is, there's yeah. a lot of, of, of abilities for the franchise to, to dig into. And especially for you uh, at the yeah. time you got into it, sure. You could watch Transformers animated uh the yeah. movie came out at the time the first movie yeah. second movie maybe depending on when you were looking for it right but you could go into the back catalog as well and you could yeah. dig into that whereas me i had generation one and and you know yeah. as i got older I, maybe you know beast wars if i really wanted to to get into it i was very limited on transformers but also it was the 80s so yeah. i had ninja turtles and i had all these other massive massive properties that were coming out and oh, yeah. uh, and they were all really very very good and uh you could yes, you yeah. could kind of jump from one to the other pretty easily but uh that's i'm i'm glad that you had that for yourself uh you know yeah. and, and ability to kind of go back and, and look at all the old stuff as well 
Absolutely. And especially when, since I started my collecting and my love of Transformers with animated, there's so many amazing G1 and Beast Wars Easter eggs in there um, that I got to go back and be like, ha, now I understand that reference. Like, so it was uh, definitely. That's good. Yes. That's, yeah. that's very good. So that's, that was one of the things I was going to ask you is, is, Yes. With uh with the aspects of Transformers, um, you know, are you in it for the toys? You in it for the story? Are you in it for, you know, just the community? Where where do you kind of find yourself? Absolutely. And I'm so happy that you asked that question because I Transformers is literally one of like my favorite things ever, obviously. Um, but like so I originally had got into it because I loved the animation and I love the story. Uh, may you rest in peace, Derek Wyatt was like literally mm -hmm. one of my biggest inspirations for art. Mm -hmm. um, like if you look, if I were to show any of my art, you can see Derek Wyatt in there. Um, and so as I got older and, you know, life kind of moved on from that like hyper focus of Transformers, sure. I definitely am still in it for the community. Um, and I am definitely still in it for uh, the figures because, you know, every now and again, um, when I see a figure I really like, um, I just, oh, when was it? A couple of, um, almost a month ago, they came out with like a sneak peek of, um, I, oh, I'm going to mess this up and people are going to hate me, but I think it was a Legacy Prowl from Animated, like literally, or it was, um, they were doing like an, so they're, they've been coming out with like a line of, uh, you know, revamped toys. Like they just came out with Bulkhead. That's right. Uh, from Prime with the yep. Prime mold, but like the hound body. Um, yeah. So that's like a figure that I'm really excited for. So I think yep. I definitely still. And it's so funny because I definitely was not in it for the uh, collectibles originally. Um but definitely That's more for come the around stories. For you, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. I have a more of appreciation for figures as I'm getting older, especially because, um, you know, right now the content for me is, I don't want to say stale, but like I have not gotten around to watching Bot Bots. Um, I'm probably going to watch that with my nephew. Uh, and a very fun show. That's, yeah, that's what people yeah. have been saying. And that's, I definitely will be watching that. I'm not going to pass it up just because it's a quote unquote kids show. Um, but I think that unfortunately adult life has taken over. And so I think the collectibles are way more because they're more accessible to me now than they were when I was a kid. Sure. Um, I'm, you know, and there are always some, I have a wonderful fiance. Uh, she actually bought me a TFA lug nut for Christmas last year, which was one of the like, the last, like, I have almost every single TFA figure. Um, I am missing a few Decepticons, but other than that, so she was just like, all right, what ones are you missing? And she does, she went on eBay for me. Um, there's some hard to find sweet. ones too. There's yeah, some real hard am, to find ones. Oh my God. A Rekgar is literally like a hidden gem among, like, I'm so pissed at myself too, because I was in NYC Toys R Us when I was maybe like 16 or 17 years old, like right before it closed and they had animated figures. And my dad was like, I'll get you one. And I was one of those kids who was like, no, I don't want to be spoiled. You don't have to get, and I'm so pissed. A 16 year old self. How could you have done this to me? <laughs> um, 
I, I'm mad at myself because I still don't have a, a, a rec art from animated as well. And there was a, a, a TFCon two years ago, three years ago or something like that. And I went by a booth and it had one sitting on the, the table and it was in its box and its box oh. was signed by Weird Al. And I was oh, like, oh my I'm God. Like, and it was 40 bucks. <gasps> and I'm like, I don't need, a, I don't, I don't need it right now. There's, I can, there's other things I can spend yes. 40 bucks on. And I'm, I'm like, you idiot. It's signed by Weird Al. I hear it. I really do. So, oh man. Yeah. There's so definitely figures. There's all those things. And, yeah. And then, yeah. So there's, there's stuff like that, that, you know, you look back on and, you know, but speaking of conventions, have you been to a, a Transformers convention? I have not been so lucky. I oh my God. You gotta um, go. Oh my God. I know. I, and you so it's so funny. I just went to anime Boston with a sibling and I'm just like, I need to go to the TF convention so badly. Um, I, you know, it's so funny you bring that up because whenever uh, people are like, if you could go back in time, uh, where would you go? And I always know I'm like, I would go to 2008 TFCon because they had like the panel uh, for Be In The City where it was a script reading with David K. Tara Strong and Bumper Robinson. And I'm like, I wanted to be there. I mean, it, I was like 13 years old. So, and, <laughs> you know, but uh I definitely have to, now that I'm, you know, older and can afford it and I know so much more about Transformers sure. and I like know the rich, you know, culture that we like have as a community, I am, I'm definitely, you know, and I cosplay as well. So I'm oh, about wow. to get some stuff together if I have the opportunity to go. There's some great uh, cosplay uh, contests I've seen. Some I don't do it myself, but I've seen I've seen some unreal uh, co costumes. Oh, yes. So it's yeah. it's been really really great. The uh, the communities. There's so many different facets of it as well, and that's that's what's really great. And mm -hmm. and the the what's been an interesting observation that I've made. And this is we're kind of getting off topic, but I just I just love talking about this the no, community. And stuff. of course, but we'll, we'll get but, back. Yeah. The um, the. Transformers conventions. I've been going to TFCon either 2010 to 2011 and, and since, uh, especially the Toronto one. The you know when yes. it's been when it's been here. Um, but uh, since then, I've noticed um, a real big and I wouldn't say a shift, but a more um, a, a larger presence by the female fandom. They have started yes. coming out in humongous numbers. In yeah. when I started going you'd the the only real female presence there were um were, were like wives or girlfriends of the guys who were really going right yeah and you know either be one or two or or maybe a handful of, of fans now it's almost 50 50 right that is so you know, beautiful i love to hear huge. that it's huge and, it's, yeah. and i gotta say you know there's there's a lot of female fans that are buying the toys but they're yes. really there for the comic stuff they're Absolutely. really there for the, the 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 art. They're there for the 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 crafty uh, you know yep. fan stuff, and yeah. it's amazing to see. Uh, I've seen humongous lines for some of those fan artists, and yeah. it's it's so great to see. Um, yes. And it's unreal. I've seen lineups yeah. for for artists that I've I'd never thought I'd see, and they they wait they wait hours yeah. for, for artists to show up, <laughs> and it's it's amazing. Um, so sure. yeah, it's, it's been an un incredible, uh, addition to the, to the, the convention scene because yeah. it's just, you know, 
you go to these conventions and it's always the same people you see over and over and over again. You're like, holy crap, it's this has really changed. The scene has really changed. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a really cool, a really cool addition. Yeah, I actually, that's to bring it a little bit back to psychology of that. There was a huge shift in the fandom, I'd like to say, because, and there has always been Transformers fans who are her women. Of course. But yeah. there was this big shift in the fandom. I want, I don't even, I don't want to say a year, but I can definitely pinpoint a group of years in which a lot of girls were getting involved. I think because there, you know, not because the movies came out, right? And so there was that huge reawakening of the fandom from that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had, you know, the personal experience of, I'm going to date myself here, but uh, I had the personal experience of being on DeviantArt and you know yeah yeah, and we were all like on there drawing our ocs and drawing transformers um and so because the movie was was there and then animated with its very um i don't want to say girly aesthetics but i feel like animated has something that's more close to anime like how cybertron energon and um Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm blanking on the last one. Cybertron Armada. Energon. The the, the three the trio. Yeah. The Armada yeah. is the last one. Armada, thank you. I always forget Armada for some reason. Um and it's very but, forgettable. Yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> um but that was where they were still very blocky and very G1-esque in the anime sense. But then you have this character, Sari, who this is one of your first female bleeds who turns out to be this badass and, you know, spoiler alert, yeah. turns out to also be, you know, a transformer, a Cybertronian. Yeah. And so I think that really led a lot of girls to be like, Oh, this is for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, she's, she was a great character. Yeah. yeah. A very cool character. I definitely uh, think not look, Bumblebee definitely drew me in, but as soon as I saw Sorry and as soon as I like learned that a girl was the lead and there was very minimal like other human like there is a lot of human like the villains and stuff, but like sure. she is that like main human lead in that series. And so just really um I think opened up a world for girls to be able to um, get into Transformers. And like I said, it's much of a smoother aesthetic. Um, I don't, again, I don't want to say it's a feminine aesthetic, but like it's smoother than the other ones. Like everything else is very blocky and angular. Of course, no, that's the, that's, it's the Derek Wyatt style of art, right? Yeah. Yeah. You saw it's exactly the same if you watched Ben 10. Exactly. uh, And, uh, and I think even bled over to uh, when he was on, uh, scooby-doo as well it was it yes i think uh so yeah it's very similar aesthetics so yeah yeah and and you you knew you were watching a Derek wyatt show when you when you when you saw it so absolutely fun fact in that scooby-doo show there's um sorry is like dropped in the back as a background character that's awesome do like sorry um Derek (laughs) wyatt put her in there so i thought that was that's great that's great what amazed me as more of a of a toy guy is that they made the character models work as toys. God, it yes, blew me so away. accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so one, that, one of my favorite things because I look at other, you know, especially for Transformers Prime, and I'd be like, yeah, this is cool. Like, 
but then you have animated where it's just like Bumblebee really does transform the way he transforms in the animation. And that's actually how I learned to transform him because I would be like, okay, his, fle- his feet flip this way anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very cool. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Uh, I just, they're very, they're very rounded yes. uh, character models and the figures still stick it. They, you know, they work yes. it and it's, it's very cool how they, they're man- they managed to do that. Um, but uh bringing it back to you know amassing all of this train back on its tracks high there you You got it (laughs) (laughs) um so we amass a lot of these figures and a lot of stuff over the years because we're fans of these properties and it's and and transformers is not alone in this this is you know uh you can pick any kind of fandom out there and it doesn't even have to be any kind of sci-fi there are a lot of sports fans that amass man caves that are filled with stuff and you know it's generally a lot more well received than a a a room full of transformers if you've got a room full of sports memorabilia you're like oh you're a big sports fan aren't you yeah i am oh you're a weird transformers guy aren't you yeah yeah i am but you know there's a reason behind these different collecting habits. Yes. You know, yeah. I've got a lot of friends who I can go over to their houses and nobody's got a room full of transformers or anything really. And right. so when I come back to my house, I'm like, am I the weird one in the group? Am I'm, I must be the weird, strange one. Cause I've got a room <laughs> full of toys and comic books and, and weird, you know, memorabilia of stuff, you know, but then I think, no, there's a convention filled with me's, you know? Yes. So, you know, that's, you know, yeah. there's either that whole convention is, is filled with weirdos, you know, because we all do this, this weird, you know, buying of everything, you know, thing. Exactly. Um, but, you know, maybe there's a, a weird little brain switch that we've all had clicked on us. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to kind of dive into that and find out what's, what's happened to us all. Oh, absolutely. And that is um, a great segue into this because one of the biggest things that I can say that is um, a cause for a lot of us to collect and because there is so many different reasons to collect, I think the biggest one is nostalgia. There's literally a section of research based in the collection for nostalgia um, we're collecting to reminisce about te- the television shows. Of course, Hasbro is making toys to make money, but when we see this, we're our, you know something in our brains say, mm, "Plastic, good. Me want good memory." Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the chimp brain in all of us, and so the nostalgia trigger is really one of the big things, especially for Transformers that has been out for you know, oh my god, are we in like thirty five years at this point? We're getting close to 40, actually. Yeah, almost yeah. 40, yeah. Um, so that's definitely one of the big factors for it. Um, I definitely, one of the things that I was also looking into as I was looking into this topic is essentially collecting for clout. And I don't okay. see this a lot in Transformers. I think that, um, like I said, I think the biggest, I wish I did like a poll before we did this meeting because um, I would love to see, you know, why, what everyone else's reasoning is. Because again, like I said, I think that um, the nostalgia factor is one of the hugest 
hugest, one of the biggest reasons for us to be collecting. Um, but maybe even for some of us who like to keep things in mint condition, mm -hmm. um, who, you know, I don't think a lot of us are collecting because we want to, you know, make a million bucks when we die. But there's that uh, little sense of the ego in there as well, saying, ha, huh, look, all of my Transformers are in mint condition. I've got 80 of them all in their boxes. And some of us are like, you know, for for someone like me, I'm literally uh, was pulling them out of the box as soon as I got them uh, and saving the art from the box on my wall. Uh, <laughs> and so for me, that was, you know, nostalgia and getting in tune with the television show that I loved so much growing up. Mm hmm. Um, I'm actually curious, Daryl, do you have like a reason? Am I allowed to ask questions? Of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, please. I was going to say, do you, do you have Evaluate a me. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a reason why you collect? Like, do you have, like off the top of your head, do you, do you know what has made you collect Transformers over the years? I've thought about it uh, a lot because this is a, a topic I've, I've yeah. been very curious about. So there are instances that uh, I will go to the store and I will buy a new figure I will bring it home and it will yeah. sit and it will stay sit and yeah. it will never get opened. I'm, I can look at them. They're around the room all over the place. Right. They're, they're, there's some on the wall right there that have never, ever been opened. And it's just something that uh, I tend to do. I, I, I get them yeah. and I'm like, got it. I got the new one and move on. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that I, I, it's it's the dopamine hit that you mentioned. I, I get was the dopamine literally hit. just about to say it's yeah. it's almost like substance abuse is a very serious topic, but we are literally getting the same receptors to fire when we find like a transformer that we really, you know, like or connect with. It's like, oh yeah, I really have to get this Grimlock like right now. Mm -hmm. Um like you said, the dopamine hits and and I think that's, you know, continues to have us collect mm -hmm. for a lot of people who can continue to collect. Um, sure. Yeah, absolutely. The um, um, So that generally only works when I'm when I'm buying like mainline Hasbro stuff that I can find in the store. Right. Um, so Ooh, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm not able to do that, if I'm if I'm shopping online for something like a third party toy or yes. something that's a little bit more expensive. Right. Um, I'll press if I press, you know, paid, you know, and, you know, buy it now or ship or something like that. I don't get that same feeling. Okay. I don't get, I don't get that same feeling when it shows up on the door. I'm just like, I open it up and I'm like, all right, it's here. And I'll, I'll open it up. Generally those ones I'll, I'll open up, you know, I'll, I'll crack them yeah. open here in the room. I'll take a look at them. I'll, I'll maybe transform them once or twice. There are, there are masterpiece, you know, scaled figures in the, the cabinet behind you that I've taken out of the box, placed in the cabinet and never touched again. And yeah. it's, they're $200 figures that I've never touched. And it's just, right. it's just that I wanted the figure. I thought it looked cool. And I, yes. you know, I just, I thought, you know what, this will look good on the cabinet. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know if I'm chasing, um, if I'm chasing nostalgia as much anymore, I have a G1 collection. Yeah. You can't see it's right. It's beside me here 
where I've I have almost three I have over three hundred of the G, original G one figures. Right, that's my nostalgic uh, chase. Yes, um, and so, you bring up. Thank yeah. you so much because you're literally bringing up my next point in okay. people, and that would be um, aesthetic collecting. We're collecting okay. because it's pretty, because it looks cool, and what's great with Transformers is we have two looks that we can display especially if we take it out of the box. We're sure. not just looking and it's, it's a robot um, or it's a car. You know, a lot of collectors have their one beat collection where it's one specific thing. Um, and But we have the option of displaying both cars and robots. Um, so maybe if you're, if you're into cars and, and uh, as well as Transformers, you know, maybe you're displaying like, oh, this Bumblebee is a Camaro and you know like a little bit about the Camaro. And um, I know I have, a, I had a Jeep Wrangler as my first car. And so my dad bought me um, a swindle. Uh, yeah, yeah, the alternator swindle. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he looked like my yellow Jeep. And so that he's always just been in yellow Jeep mode. Like poor swindle has never been in robot mode. Um <laughs> But so there's that like aesthetic aspect um, and possibly when you look at your collection, I know I'm feeling like levels of joy, um, that serotonin, that dopamine, even looking at your collection. And so that aesthetic possibility, I bet that might be another aspect of why you still collect. It is. I, and and I, sometimes, I sometimes get overwhelmed with the yeah. amount of stuff that I have. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, my, um, my wife has said that uh, she's, she said this room is too small for you. You should move it into the, the larger room. Mm. Uh, and, and I said, no, I cannot move it into the larger <laughs> room because I will fill that room. Yes. I need to maintain this smaller space because Absolutely. I can keep this smaller space and I, I won't, I won't do any more damage here, right? If yeah. I if I buy more stuff, stuff has to move out of here, right? So I yeah. have to keep it contained. Um, the uh, the other thing that I do notice is that when I come into this room, I get relaxed. Um, I can look. I can You're turn just around. Bringing up every point I'm, that I have I'm, in my notes. I'm getting. I'm getting to the, all your points first. But <laughs> I can. I can sit here and I can turn around and look at the. The cabinets behind me, uh, yep. which are generally more my more valuable stuff, and um, and I can just sit there and I'd be like, okay, these are these are nice. I like these ones a lot, and yeah. I can just kind of look at the cabinets and just remember, maybe not remember getting them because there's a there's an awful lot there. Then oh. and each one of them has all been got in different spots, but yeah. you know I can just look at them all kind of stacked to you know stood together and and just kind of chill out for a minute. You know, it's it's a nice yeah. little zen. Uh, moment. Absolutely. And that's literally, I'm looking at my phone while we're talking to see my notes because I don't want you to see that I'm looking at my notes, but um, <laughs> I literally have relaxation and stress reduction as a form of why we collect. Um, you know, you have this, I love the stereotype of collectors for when they like in media where they get a new thing and they're just like, ah, oh, yes, I have to put this like so gently. And they, seem like they're in this state of like zen and happiness um and i think that really does reflect when we look at our collection or when you know maybe not when 
we're overwhelmed by the size of it, but the mm-hmm. each individual piece I'm sure brings you joy in different ways. So maybe like for the ones sure. you do remember getting that was, Oh, um, you know, we were talking about how we each have like a piece from our dads. And so yep. having that memory brings joy um, and, you know, even reduces the stress. And of course the chemical aspect of that, again, with the dopamine and the serotonin, um, literally relaxes your body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What about, um, this might be jumping ahead in your, in your, your notes or your topics, okay. there, but, uh, what about, um, I don't know if it's a family, a familial a connection or anything like that, because we've got all these people who, uh, collect, you know, differently, yeah. But uh my brother and I uh couldn't be more different. Um we don't people don't even think we're brothers the way we, oh, we wow. don't even look alike. Um <laughs> he's three years younger than me, but uh I have a, a huge Transformers and Comics collection and uh, and he collects uh he collects dolls and, wow. and he you know it's it's it couldn't be more different, but it's they're they're massive collections and he's got a very very valuable doll collection and it's you know and i don't say yeah. it as to, to make fun of him it's i say it as a, a huge yeah. sign of respect he's you know he collects the they're called cherry mary muffins oh. um, and uh he loves those things he's got he's got almost the entire three seasons or three series of these things mint in box oh, and they're wow. impossible to find i don't know how he's been finding them but that respect yeah yeah so it's it's insane but i you know, my wife will, will, you know, you know, talk and she'll see us talking. She's like, she's like, that is the one thing that makes you guys brothers is the yes. fact that you guys seem to have this insatiable thing about collecting. And, yep. uh, you know, it's like, so we really didn't collect a lot as kids, but when we both went off on our own, we don't both kind of decided, oh, we're going to collect stuff now. You know, is there yeah. something buried in our brains that decided to kind of kind of crop up when we became adults? It's like, I'm going to amass a bunch of crap now, you know? No, that actually leads to um, a point uh, back to the nostalgia collecting okay. because you're somehow tapping into some. Um, this is just an example and definitely not everyone. Uh, my dad collects Star Trek figures and he collects the ships. Because he kind of is filling this place because he didn't collect when he was a kid. Um, and he kind of did. And as, you know, he is, you know, someone who is an older sci-fi fan, there was not a lot of people like doing that or you couldn't connect with them at that time because there was no internet sure. um, when yeah. he was collecting at least. And or very, even in the 80s, there was extremely very little internet and you know they maybe had like the aol chat rooms that kind of thing um you're giving a lot of respect to the 80s yeah (laughs) the 80s is might have been phone you could have phoned up somebody okay i'm so sorry i was gonna say i think that's the 90s that's totally my bad (laughs) 90s is when i grew up so i remember that we couldn't you know use the phone while mom was using the internet that's right um, the 80s was the stone age when it came to internet so there you go you only yeah you only prove my point that there is this point where we're connecting through these 
items that we are, you know, that we're collecting. So whether it be dolls, whether it be Star Trek, whether it be Transformers, there is a connection to um, our childhood in some way. Um, and in some unfortunate instances, it's because there was a lack of affection or a lack of something that was essentially collecting is to fill a need. What okay. that need is, is going to vary. Um, for example, um, I started collecting Transformers because I was really um, not a sociable kid. I was really nervous. And that kind of filled my niche for friendship. Sad to say, but it really felt like, you know, I really thought of Bumblebee and Optimus um, as my friends. They mm -hmm. were, you know, in my head when I was upset, mm -hmm. um, you know, Thankfully, not so much now. I, you know, I, I was able to grow and um, realize they are just characters. But <laughs> right. um, it filled a niche for me. Um, and so for my dad, like he was filling his niche of needing to feel like a kid again because he had to work through his childhood. Sure. Um, he was working at a, my pa my grandparents' restaurant. He was, you know. Uh, he got some airplane models when he was a kid, but he didn't, you know, Star Trek was his like favorite yeah. thing and it was just not accessible for him. So um, whatever people's needs are when it comes to, you know, they're, they're filling some kind of need with collecting. Um, so and so, my, my one yeah. concern was that, and that I've always kind of thought of because my brother and I both, you know, are, are heavy collectors was yeah. that, you know, perhaps it's to, um, it's it's to kind of maybe disassociate or or kind of because we both you know we both share a childhood trauma yeah um, you know mm. and it's I, I we tr I say trauma but it, it, we lost our our father very young that right? is a trauma and you are you're so, okay yeah you know it's not like you know it's not like you know we were in a car accident or anything like that but it was you know it was it was young and we lost our father and then you know and then you know, life change for a, for a kid, you know, yes. a, a big, a big change like that. And, and it's, you know, it was, it was not super sudden, but it was, it was, you know, it was, it was tough. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And with him being three years younger than me, he was five, I was eight. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, so you, when I, when that happened to me, um, you know, I was right in, uh, it was, it would have been 88 transformers would have just ended. Um, yep. the way I've kind of, psychologically as you know you know set it up in my head you know g1 optimus prime was a very was positioned as a father figure ah, right yes um and you know so when g1 ended g2 started yes. and g2 was a toy line but g2 as a cartoon was just the g1 show shown again yes uh with a different intro and outro so that's all they did so essentially g1 ran for me for a few years after before Ninja Turtles kind of took over in 88, 89. Um, so all I did was, was continue to watch Transformers. And this is me in my head, you know, putting this father figure onto prop prime now. And, you know, knowing that at this point in time, I've already seen him die in 86. So, you know, so in the, in the 86 movie, so I've seen him, I've seen him die already. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, he comes back obviously because I've seen the, I've seen the future shows, but you know, it's weird as a kid, you kind of, in your brain, you've, you've got this kind of cartoon father figure as you've, you've alluded to. It yeah. happens as a, as a childhood brain, but my brother, 
I don't know what he had to kind of, cause it's his brain's completely different, but he yeah. obviously latched onto something. Uh, maybe it's Jerry Mary muffins, but you know, obviously it was something because he's, he's gotten onto something else. But in my mind, it was always latching onto a, tr- you know, trying to, trying to f- uh, fill a, you know, the hole left by a traumatic memory. Yep. And that's, that's a beautiful and perfect example. Like you could have not have made a better example for, or, or had had that example from your life. And thank you so much for feeling like you could share because that is a childhood trauma. Like, I don't think we see things like that as a trauma, but from like a clinical standpoint, it is because it did change your life dramatically. Dad's not there anymore. Huge change in your life. Sure. Um, And so, you know, it brings the point that you're filling, for you, Transformers was filling, you know, that niche, that prime as a father figure, um, you know, and your dad had given you your your figure. And um, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hmm, Um, Interesting. So there, I mean, the takeaway for me is that it's, it's, there are many facets that cause people to, to collect. Yes. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean one. Um, right. What about, um, is, so what about the need to continue to hold on to this stuff? So you've got the collection, but the ability to not let go of anything, is that still tied to all that? Or are you just, you know, cause I, I look at the stuff and I, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I now have three of these things that they're all the right. same, but is this crossing a line? Am I now, what's the, is there, how fine is the line between that, collector and hoarder? Be- beautifully said, first of all, because I was going to bring up the fact that, um, you know, there is that fine line between hoarding and collecting. Um, you know, I think that the line is, kind of, um, you know, puts what puts you in one or the other is kind of the fact of, um, and it's so funny because you are collecting Transformers and, you know, I don't know from, this is personal experience. I would actually have to like, you'd have to individually talk to collectors, but looking into, um, you know, is the collecting making it impossible for them to live. Okay. And yeah. that really is where the line is drawn. So is, um, I, and you know, I don't think I've ever come across um, any kind of figure collector where they've essentially bankrupted themselves. Um, and maybe it does happen, but not as often as where I've come across it before. But like, let's say if someone was collecting Transformers and you couldn't walk into their living room and there was only like a little pat, um, you know, if you've ever seen the show Hoarders, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they there are episodes where people aren't collecting garbage. They're collecting things like dolls. And like, there was one episode that it was just porcelain dolls and stuffed animals everywhere. Um, and the reason that it became hoarding and it was no longer a collection is because this woman was essentially, um, there was no fire safety anymore. Her house was like literally a fire hazard. Um, it came to a point where she was bankrupting herself on. And so that I, I was going to say that was one of the cases, but I wouldn't call it collecting. I'd call it hoarding. Right. Um, so we as collectors, um, 
you and I are not spending every paycheck on Transformers. I hope not. Um, I try. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> let, let me spend every... But we are conscious enough to make sure our bills are paid. We are conscious enough to... You even made the reference of saying, I don't want to move into that bigger room because I'm just going to fill it again. Right. So you're making the conscious effort to keep it under control in some aspect. Um, and, you know be appropriate with, you know, appropriately display. You're not just like throwing things everywhere. These things have like, um, and what is actually um, ironic is that there is that connection between hoarding and collecting because there is special sentiment to every item that we collect, even though mm -hmm. like in hoarding situations, maybe they collect newspapers or like the unfortunate circumstances where they're collecting waste in the bathroom. Right. But for those people, their brains are hardwired to say, I can't let go of anything. Whereas we are selecting something to hold on to and it can appropriately say when enough is enough. Um, you know, in terms of like financials and that kind of right. thing. So, th so there is, um, the line is a little bit thicker than we thought. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, something that I've always tried to remember because um, I do amass a lot of things, um, is that uh, I, I, I gen generally focus on Transformers and comic books. And yeah. um, it's been getting tougher with comics because my collection is getting close to 10,000 comics. Um, but but um, <laughs> I'm glad I have, there's apps for comics to remember or to, to catalog what you have. And yeah. if I didn't have those, I'd be a mess. Um, but when it comes to Transformers, if... If I buy something, if I buy a figure, I'm not talking new because those are those are easy to keep track of. If I buy an older yeah. figure and I bring it home and I go to put it in with my collection or where it belongs and I find that I've already got it, like if I've forgotten that I have it, now I've realized that there's a problem, right? No, I hear you. Um, That's something that I have to, that, and if it's starting to happen multiple times, I gotta, I gotta really start to rethink where where everything's going because if I can't keep track of my own brain, what's happening, right? Then, then I I know that I've got to take a step back because there's there's now now there's too much, right? Right. No, yeah. but that's positive mental health. Like the fact that you are taking time to consider that it might be a problem, that just means you've got some good mental boundaries and you've got boundaries within your collecting. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. it's just because I. I have watched that hoarder show yes. and I, I, I am terrified of one day my, my, my oh. daughter or my wife finding me under buried under a pile of, of plastic, you know, because, Oh, you know, we haven't seen dad in two days. Maybe someone should check the room downstairs. Oh, Oh yeah. His shelves collapsed and he's dead. He's underneath them. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so. And, but the, I always say people who think they're crazy are not actually crazy because they're taking the time to think about those things. People who are right. actually air quotes crazy and uh, in the profession I am, I would not actually use that like with clients, but right. um, what society thinks is crazy. You know, the fact that you're thinking about those things means that you are, you know, being mentally aware is just, you're, you're on the right track for that. Okay. Stuff. Well, and that's so, good. That makes me feel yeah. a lot better. No, absolutely. I would be really worried if you were just like, oh, yeah, I have 80 copies of this one Waspinator from the, from, you know, Beast Wars, and I don't care about, you know, it's like what, and I'm like, 
Do you really need 80 of those? Not sure you need any copies of Waspinator. <laughs> no. Oh, I have a friend who would disagree. We There's, call you got the original. I'll give you that. I'll give you the original. The, yeah. The, yeah. And uh, and maybe uh, maybe the the a couple of the one of the newer ones, but uh, yeah, too funny. No, absolutely <laughs> right. But um, yeah. but you have those boundaries, and I think boundaries are what separate us. You know, again on that on that line between hoarder and collector, there are boundaries in place. Okay. So yay! All right. Good job. Good. Good. <laughs> yay for boundaries! Yay! <laughs> Fantastic. Um. So, wh- where do you think uh, collecting? You know, where's a, where's a, is, is, I don't want to say, cause I think we've kind of established it's, it's all, it's all healthy, but you know, right. is, is, is some aspects more or less healthy? Is it, is it, um, is it good to, to amass? Is it just everyone's personal preference? We're, you know, I, I, it's a terrible way to ask this question, but you That's know, okay. where's, um, is it is it becoming more of a of a social norm to have people have rooms full of stuff? Yes. Maybe that's a better way of asking it. No, and that is a perfect uh thing. I think that uh it is something we've actually been doing for a really long time. Um as as humans, uh I can even I think quote back to the ancient Egyptians when they passed, they had all of those things put in their room with them to Good point. And, yeah, and so I think that we have not just been collecting. I think because it's become a little bit more um, mainstream because of the internet, we're able to show off our collections and say, hey, look at this. But mm-hmm. um, even like in more air quotes, modern times, so like maybe the 1800s, uh, people collected coins and stamps. Stamp collecting was like a huge, huge. thing. And it huge. still is a huge thing, ironically, yeah. Um, I've got a stamp collection from back in the day. One of the first yeah. things I collect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, oh, I don't want to be incorrect, but I'm going to say it just, um, but I do believe there has been like findings of like, like collections of pottery from like ancient society. And it's like, why do they have all of these pots here together? Were they actually being used or was this person collecting them? So um, we've been, humans have been collecting for a long time, uh, you know, and I think that now it is just capitalism has made us be able to collect things that are, you know, not, or that are made to display. So like, Stamps used to be also useful. Coins are useful. Um, pottery is useful. But now we have, we have. I think it's not even a bad thing. I think we are able to collect things that are aesthetically pleasing, like Transformers. Um, and they are kids' toys, but you know what? Like, they bring us joy. And I think that they're just another form of humans trying to press the happy button in our brain. If I yeah. want to just encompass everything, you know. Yeah, that's no, that's so that's that's okay. So if I mean, yeah, and and I made mention of it right at the beginning. There is yeah. that uh, you know it's been normal for a very long time for the people in sports fandoms to have yes. f- full rooms, you know, 
full garages full of things. Yeah. And, and, and only now with, uh, you know, with the, uh, the rise of nerd culture, uh, you know, it has, you know, rooms full of, of toys and, and comic books and, and other things had been, you know, starting to kind of take, you know, precedent. Um, right. So it's been really interesting to see that kind of uh, of a shift. You know, I was going to say it's a shift of items more than a shift of collecting. You know, we're not yeah. shifting into collecting things. We're shifting into different items that are socially acceptable to collect. Right. Yeah. Um, the um, Do you have any other uh, interesting points over there? I, I my questions were were fairly. Um, fairly minimal. <laughs> you know, you did a great job um, prompting me. I'm really happy. Um, I think the only other thing that I put is um, Thrill of the Hunt, uh, which to be okay. fair, uh, also a Transformers animated episode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, gl- I'm impressed that you have all these, these episodes, uh, you know, like you remember the episode names and I- stuff was extremely obsessed. I even had, when I was a kid, I would sit next to the TV and record the episodes on my MP3 player, um, just the audio. And I literally, for the longest time, I had all of the episode nanosec, like, memorized. Like, I could literally know the music. There's It literally starts with a bass line that goes boo-doop, boo-doop, and then uh, nanosec running and, and... it's literally a little upsetting to even be able to say that I could like, but that was like, you know, I think that's hey. what's wonderful, you know, about, um, you know, collecting the, in Transformers is the fans uh, you know, of my the, age. They all have the, uh, the 86 movie memorized. So the whole entire movie, so they, have the, they can start from the start, the first line and they can go right to the end. So we can yes, all do okay. it. I feel less bad, especially, you know, now that you were saying that I'm reminded my dad knows uh, all of Blade Runner back to front. So, wow. Um, That's a good one. That was his favorite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we really hit upon all of the points. Uh, the thrill of the hunt one is interesting because yeah. um, it will be one that I do find to be interesting. And we did talk about it a bit there, but yeah. Um, there are sometimes, and I've 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 tried to step away from it recently because just the funds aren't there. And personally, I'm right. not as I'm not as intrigued with the way that the figures are are being built right now. Yes. So yeah. I've kind of stepped away and I'm only buying ones that I'm really keen on getting. Yep. But the um, but I would I would hit a store every single day until I found a figure, and oh, yeah. and then I'd I'd pick it up and I I maybe opened it. In fact, it was the the uh, the 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 reason why I started doing video reviews back in the uh, a long time ago. I don't do them anymore, but I I I said I gotta I gotta open these figures. So I started doing video reviews for myself, and it was oh. strictly to make myself open the figures. Ah, right? yeah, and wow. it, it helped. And you know, I started doing that, but I never really did you know, well with the video reviews. I just, it was strictly for me to open up the figures and it, it helped quite a bit. Yeah. I think a great example of throw of the hunt for collectors is definitely when it comes to Funko Pops. Um, oh yeah. Funko Pop collectors are wild. Um, I have respect for people who, uh, I don't personally love the figures myself. I think they're a little eerie, but for people who go from store to store because they're like, 
randomly be like these are fye exclusives these are hot topic exclusives like you gotta hunt for those so if you have like a special you know funko pop special golden shrek funko pop you know that's like it was exclusive at target for 27 hours you know um that's definitely where like the thrill of the hunt might come in um especially for uh and then you can show that, and that ties it back into showing off to the community and connecting to the community as well. That was mm-hmm. another thing um, that we touched upon briefly, and uh, is that we get to do stuff like this. We both collect plastic figurines that transform into different things, and we have made a social connection, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's 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 fantastic. The um, I. Uh, the funny story that I have about Funko Pops is I was at Fan Expo one year, um, the Toronto show, and I, I had got in with a press pass early. So I was just kind of walking around taking some pictures as I, I did for the podcast. And I ended up just walking down this hallway and somebody stu- uh, walked out towards me and said, you might want to get out of the way. I said, what, is, what are you talking about? It's not show's not even open. I said, well, it's opening now and you're right in front of the Funko booth and they're coming. And, and I, I looked and these people were sprinting down the, down the hallway to get to the booth early to get there first in line. Cause they had some kind of exclusive or whatever for the show. And I said, Holy cow, I got to move. So yes. <laughs> yeah. And they were, it was insane. And there was people yelling at them. Don't run, don't run, don't. And they were like, I'm getting, I'm, you know, Absolutely. and they were coming. I'm like, Oh my God, this is nuts. Yeah. Right? That's so. Funko popper pop people are definitely example of thrill of the hunt for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild, um, and uh, I mean there are some there are Chase Transformers figures too. Um, yeah, n- not anything that I've really particularly you know gone after. Uh, each convention that I've attended, um, there will be some that uh, that have have come out, and there'll be some that are exclusive to that convention. Nothing oh, that ever, yeah, nothing that ever really doesn't show up anywhere else. Right. Um, I did manage to get one third-party figure that uh, was extremely limited, and I just kind of happened happenstanced upon it because I was I was in the show uh, early, and it was a uh, a third-party figure. Um, you know, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the the uh, the, the company Mastermind Creations. <laughs> you know, make, I probably heard of them. They make um, yeah. they make the um, some of the the comic-based uh, characters, Ooh. so. They um they did a uh, it's their subsidiary company called Ocular Max, and they did a cliff jumper. Um, so right. they produced this same cliff jumper, but they did them all in black, and they called them oh, something yeah. like Spec Ops Cliff Jumper or Spec Ops Hellion, I think is what the name was because he's third party can't have the name Cliff Jumper. Yeah. Um, so I stumbled upon this and I said, "What is this thing?" And the guy said, "Oh, it's the uh, it's the Spec Op uh, Hellion." And I said, oh, that's neat. And he said, and the guy said, he's like, it's only limited to nine. There's only nine of them. And I said, oh, I said, I'll take one. Mm-hmm. So I have, I have one of them and it's actually numbered. My number is one. So I have the first one. So, yeah. That's so it's pretty cool. I, it's, so cool. It's, it's very neat. And it's, yeah. it's not even, it's not even out. I don't even have, I have it in a box somewhere out of the out of way, but it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I have a figure that I, this I really um, am doing him a disservice not remembering his name, but he is actually in the Transformers uh, Facebook community, and um, he makes animated Omega Supremes. Um, obviously not the scale, but quite large. 
Um, I want to say at least like three feet, almost like the unicrons that they were putting out there for a little bit. Um, He only makes them in like batches of five and they really transform. Wow. Um, My finances are not there, but that's like my golden goose egg that I'm like, I, when I have 400, 500 bucks to shell out to him, um, I will gladly do so. I always, uh, I remember watching that, that season and I thought, man, that Omega Supreme could work. That that easily could work. And uh, I'm glad somebody's making it. That's cool. Out. Hasbro really um, took something that could have been great and uh, money and Cartoon Network just made. Just, just <laughs> well, away. I mean, they, there was a lot of stuff that, uh, that really got, that that really got shelled um the uh constructicons i was really hoping for the constructicons to kind of like actually form devastator and stuff like that that would have been amazing um there is a uh, i don't know whether you had actually uh um been a part of it or or were able to get anything from it but uh tf nation the uk show uh was able to get the uh the script for uh for a season four Four. and and put it together and got the script reading and now they couldn't air any of that Right. But, uh, but yeah, that no, it does David exist. Is a part of that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. oh, that, yeah, that is, um, I, I've only ever been able to listen to a couple of minutes here and there. Cause I literally, I'm emotional about it. So it's, sure. uh, but yeah. it, it's literally like, I just like what could have been, but, um, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously there's the, the voice actors are, are, are still here, so you can always talk yeah. to them about it, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I got the chance, you know, when I did meet, um, oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? Literally, I just said it. Uh, David five minutes. Uh No, it was uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil Lamar. Sorry. Phil Lamar, yeah. 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 When I had met him, he actually did not have Jazz or Omega Supreme on his, like, little poster. Of course, he had Samurai Jack and, like, sure. Wilt, Wilt from Imaginary Friends. Um, and I was just like, oh, Jazz isn't on here. And he's just like, you're so right. I need to add him immediately. And I'm just like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't need to do that for one person mentioned, you know, but, like, um, they're still really, the fact that, you know, it's still in his brain as well because he has, you know, hundreds of different voice jobs that he's done. And oh, yeah. It's nice that he even, you know, remembered. He's very talented. Yeah. Lies. Oh, my oh. God. I love yeah. him so much. Yeah. <laughs> he's a delight. I am, I am so thrilled that you're a huge Transformers fan. Um, yeah. That, uh, you get to, you, you get to psychoanalyze, uh, uh, you know, the, from the inside, you know, oh, so yeah. you're, you're in here, but you're also kind of looking on, looking at it from the outside too. It's, it's fantastic. You're kind of looking at it and, and psychoanalyzing the, uh, the, the fandom. I, 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 I think that's really cool. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. My two passions are life are transformers and uh, psychology. Uh, so definitely they can, you know, psychology covers a lot and, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my, it's so funny. Um, one of my best friends has been, uh, her, her name is, her name's Liz. She is also, she's a clinical social worker. Like, uh, I'm, I am. And, uh, she, her favorite, um, she has this uh, poster of, oh my God, I'm blanking because I'm nervous. I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm not like nervous, but uh, 
he's God in IDW, and he's orange. I'm so terrible that I can't remember his name. He's got Unicron? glasses. No, no. Uh, oh, on. oh, uh, wrong. Wrong. Thank you. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but she has a poster of Rung in her office. Um, very cool. Yeah. And so there's a toy very, of him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um, it's definitely you know, something that I'm gonna. Not the little one. The bigger one, right? The bigger one. Yeah. 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 That one's. It's harder to find. A lot of people wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The, um, yeah. So you do read the comics then? You're into the comics? Absolutely. Um, it's it's Pride Month, so I just want to uh, throw oh, yeah. this out there. I am all I'm gay, and uh, um, Cyclonus and uh, Tailgate are literally uh, this beautiful couple that I am was so excited to see. Um, as you know, just as Sorry is a girl, and I am a girl, and I was excited to see a girl in Transformers. Um, I was so delighted to see the amount of queer content in the comics. Uh, it was, and it was really tastefully well done. It wasn't like anything that was like distasteful. I don't know how you would be distasteful with it, but you can. Um, the, um, the, I'm going to, I thought it, um, so I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, but I thought near the end it got added for fan service. And I don't want to, I don't want that to sound no. distasteful. You I are thought, so okay. You, you I didn't, thought, no. I thought the Cyclonus and Tailgate was beautiful. I yeah. thought Chrome Dome and Rewind was amazing. Their story yes. was phenomenal. Right. And then when the uh, Node and Lug stuff came in, I thought, okay, this is being added for fan service. Totally um, okay. Yeah, so, I, I can definitely agree that that was something that was put in there. Um, but I also, yeah, I, uh, but I also think that just the fact that they did put it in there anyway, um, I appreciate as a gay person, even sure. if it is fan servicey, um, it's just like, uh, what is it called? Uh, representation that's in there. Yep. Like, even if okay. you throw the representation in at the end, like my greedy little gay hands are still going to want to get my hands on it. You know? Sure. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, no, I totally, I, I totally hear you though. It really, like it, from a plot point. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, the I I have an Odin lug are are just one that one of the issues that I had with the end of Lost Light. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I mean, and of course, it was sped up to all you super, know. Yeah, and and with uh, Scorponok carrying a, a human that baby, was it, I was like, weird. what the f- no is going you are on? Correct with though. So that is only you know, the correct reaction <laughs> to have with Scorponok what is happening with this storyline human, human, um, yeah no 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 but, you are completely uh, correct but yeah i don't want to <laughs> harp on the uh, the anode and lug stuff but i had a i had a problem with it anode i think anode was a very cool character yeah. um but i'm trying to remember uh it's been so long since i read those ep- or those issues but it's been a long I, time yeah but i think it happens something like um uh uh, did a node start off uh, male gendered and then switched? Yeah, I'm both of to... them actually did. There's literally, I okay. think there's a point where um, Anode is in a bar and I, is, and is talking to someone and saying, yeah, I go by um, Lug's a she too now. We saw that, like other people um, on other planets like we explored and we saw that there was, you know, more than then just this. Um, right so yeah. i think might have been around that that same panel 
um, that I kind of had a, a bit of a problem with it, that they just, um, they just, just, there was no lead up. There was no explanation. No, there was no, like, how we thinking about that. it. There's no inner, there's no discussion between the two. It's just, oh, we go by she now. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. And I get I, what you're doing. Yeah. It's just, it's just something that maybe you could have led into it a little more. No. And I completely agree with that. If you're just throwing it in there for like trying right. to get, you know, the gay community in there. Um, it's yes, nice, and that's where my but, fan service comment comes in. I'm like, okay, absolutely. no, you there. are totally correct. There is no no offensive connotation to that. That's just the truth about it. If they had led up to those moments and it, instead of just throwing them in there, you are you're totally right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because yeah, me no, you're okay. This like, with you terrifies me. So no, you are so okay. You no, okay. I really agree. From a plot point, it was okay. like, um, oh, okay, I get cool, I guess, but. From like the queer point, it was like, yay! Okay, no, but, um, no that's totally, good. And I, totally I, I see it as representation, and that's and that's I'm I'm all for it. My uh, my brother, the the doll collector, he is yeah. homosexual, and, yeah. and and that's I've I've you know I I have been a, a um an ally. That's the word. Yes. I've been an ally for a very long time. So you know I, yeah. I, I I'm on the team, but I yeah. Uh, um, no, so, and you know, that's I, totally, I just... you know, if they did anything like, you know, for example, in Transformers Prime, there was like a lot of stuff thrown in at the end. We weren't happy about, you know, I wasn't happy about that. And I think that from a plot standpoint, we can also be unhappy about the thrown in fan service, as you have mentioned, even if it is good uh, representation. So, you know, you hit the mark. You're okay with it. I'm good. <laughs> good the um uh, the the most recent comics um have fallen way short for me i'm actually very critical of the comics um That's okay. i uh, i am a, and it's 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 way past what we've planned we've planned to discuss but i'm just talking transformers now so i don't care yeah. um but um but i am an art first person with mm-hmm. regards to to the um the the, the comics yeah. they're a visual medium and if if I can't get past the art, then the words could be Shakespeare, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna enjoy them, right? Actually, I, I, I hate totally agree with that. I think <laughs> that's like that was something that I couldn't get past. Um, oh, what was I watching that I really couldn't get past the animation? Um, Beast Wars. Oh, thank you. Holy yes. You, Why you, did you read you, my mind? I you agree, literally because you agree with me because I am because my everyone that talks to me on the show is telling telling me to watch Beast Wars and I say, guys, I cannot stand to look at it. Thank so, you. Oh I'm my sorry. god, somebody understands me because I literally there was a point where I was in high school and I was talking to someone about Transformers and he was like, yeah, I love Beast Wars. It's the best series. And I'm like. I would believe you if I could watch it because I just, I have really forced myself. Um, I had my best friend's ex-boyfriend was super into Transformers and he made her watch Beast Wars. And she's just like, yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't watch it. And I'm just like, thank you. And you know what? I bet the plot is good. Yeah. Can I watch it? No effing way. Yeah. So you you get my my point. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those things, and I hear it all the time. They're like, they're like, it's probably it's the best written Transformers show there is, yeah. and I'm like, that's great, you know. 
am I listening yes. to it only because I cannot stand to look at it? Right. It's, oh, so, I'm yeah. so glad finally, like some, like an older Transformers fan understands that because I have met a lot of older Transformers fans who are just like, Oh, Beast Wars, the best one. And I'm like, how? Like they were like, Oh, it was good for its time. And I'm like, but I have to watch it now when like, was. I wasn't watching it yeah. when it came out. So yeah. I need to be able to enjoy the visuals. Um, yeah. Nope. Maybe and one I'll, day they'll reanimate I will, it. I will say it was good for its time, and right. you know, but yeah, it, you know, you're you. It's got to compete with the 2022 animation, and yes. if it was done in 2D animation, because I can sit down and I can watch G1, I can watch animated, I can yeah. watch all these other shows. I I still have a problem with with the the Unicorn trilogy, right? It's garbage animation. Yes. So. Oh yeah, my god. I, but I'm a I'm a visual person. I I I I can't get past it. And the comics are the same. If the art is drawn really, in my opinion, because art is also subjective, uh, if if the yeah. art is drawn in a way that I am not a, a fan of, then I have a real problem getting into the story. I'm delighted by this conversation. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Good. First time anyone has ever agreed with me. That's like an avid fan as I am, and I'm just. Ooh, thank I'm you. glad that a, a highly educated person such as you agrees with me because <laughs> because I have a a doctor as a co-host on my show and he's okay. he he will say I am I'm dead wrong and I'm I said no I I said sorry I can't be wrong it's my opinion but you know <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm glad yeah. that someone as educated as you is 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 going to agree with me. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. yeah, I I think it's so funny that um it really is funny you bring it up because I, again, I'm, I'm really delighted because no one ever agrees with me. So. Um, well, I, I have a, cool. I have a, an ongoing bit on the, on our, our show transmissions is that, oh, good. Uh, that I go as I, I'm the number one beast wars fan. Um, oh no. <laughs> but it's only because I've bought the most expensive beast wars toys. So, ah, yep. so I've, so that, I've, yes. I've paid for the title. That's the bit is that I've, oh, I've actually, yeah. I've, I've paid for it. So mm-hmm. until somebody wants to outspend me, I'm the number yeah. one Beast Wars fan. I was going to say, shows, those figures are good. The f- yeah, the figures the, yeah. I, I do like. Yeah. Yeah, those figures, they, they're expensive. The show, anyone can watch. It's free. You can watch it. Yeah. You, can, you know, I'm, that doesn't cost any money. You, know? <laughs> you want you want the title, you got to put down the coin. That's that's Absolutely. my, uh, you know, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I... Um, well, I don't want to take up any more of your time, um, but this is this has been a, a fantastic discussion. I've I've really yes. enjoyed myself the, this evening, and uh, I think that this is going to be a really interesting discussion for people to listen to. Um, and I, I I would really hope that we get some uh, some good feedback on this, and maybe we can uh, we could do this again. I, I yeah. would love that, that deep that dive on, on some of this. Absolutely, I'm. You know where to find me. Um, so we can do this, you know, and if you come up with any more topics where uh, they connect, I, I am here for it. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, again, thank you, uh, Izzy, for, for joining me tonight. This is I'm, I'm thrilled that we could deep dive into this. This was this so much fun. I, I love it so much. And I'm really pleased to be able to connect with another Transformers fan on this level. Um, it's been a while. So thank you so much. No problem. All right. Well, uh, again, uh, this is uh, Izzy uh, Fran- Franzizi, and yes. she is a 
uh, a social worker, and she is currently working on her master's uh, at the College of St. Rose in Albany, New York. And uh, I am so grateful to have her join me tonight on this special episode of Transmissions. All right. Thank you, Daryl. I'm going to transform and roll out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.